0: Hi everyone, in this episode we're going to talk about soil, survival, the fate of civilization and also an excerpt to the movie The Big Short. So I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today is a rainy day here at the farm so I'm Inside we've done our our work for the day. We've got the fire going and I thought I'd uh, share some some things that have come up for me this week so one on one hand we've got the uh, really exciting news of the the garden challenge that's really taking shape and if you want to find out more about that you could check it out on our YouTube channel called Shambhala living and we're documenting the process of of turning the backyard into a food producing base to feed our family all its meals so each week we're doing a little bit more so in since the last episode we have now got three rings around the garden with with um north south east west uh, entrances that divide the garden rings so there's 12 garden beds all in these arcs. And we use a simple method of rocks as the the garden edging, because it's a nice easy way to just put it straight on top of the mulch, because we had a nice mulch under layer, and that that mulch layer stopped the grass and smothered the grass, and that will um, degrade compost down into soil. And then we put the rocks, and then we added the compost the other day, and then the plants and some irrigation and I'll talk more about that another day. But today was more about the excitement of seeing the soil and the compost going into these beds. So once we'd shaped them, we'd got the the marking on our plan that we'd, we were happy with and we laid it down with the chalk lines. And then we put the rocks and we could still do some final movements of the rocks, stand back, have a look at it. And walk around it, see if the wheelbarrows fit down, move some of the rocks in uh, to give us a bit more space here and there. And then it was time to load in wheelbarrow fulls of compost. And in this case, we bought the compost in from a um, a compost maker that is, is nearby to us and they are making compost on a on a really large scale. And it's so oh, I just I just love seeing dark rich soil knowing that only a few months ago that was didn't resemble soil at all it was food scraps or plant material or all sorts of organic waste materials that have then been turned into amazing soil or at least the main one of the main ingredients of soil which is the organic matter and just seeing that dark, rich, earthy-smelling material, oh, I just, I just something just feels so alive and happy inside, and and that brings me to the the subject of this particular podcast today, which is is soil, and just how important it is for the future of our civilization, and it strikes me as so fascinating that not that many people talk about this like why don't we on a larger scale talk about soil it can so easily be like not not seen because ideally in nature the soil isn't exposed it's it's hidden underneath a deep layer of mulch and it's full of plants and trees and life above the soil and below the soil but this really somewhat hidden resource is the essential ingredient for all of the life to to happen from the plants from the animals the humans so therefore our entire civilization the, the humans as a species we rely directly on this thing called soil and if we comprehended that connection that we rely on this uh, material called soil, then I think that there would be, and it really actually connect not just in a in a brain connection, but in like a heart, in a physical, actual connection that we literally eat this the the product of the soil and that you take away the soil then there's no plant life there's no animal life so it doesn't matter what diet you're on it came from came from the soil it came from the earth and when we eat that we're literally eating the byproduct of of the earth we're becoming the earth in physical form and so going on that journey for me going following the food system following where does my energy come from where does where am I made up from the physical body it takes me back to the soil now we can follow that even further and and we can find well where does where what makes up the soil but I think first and foremost is to flip the switch to find the connection or to turn on that connection of that is our umbilical cord that is our mother that is the mother earth that actually is feeding us because the concept of mother earth being you know this grand planet and often thought of as this ever expansive planet is is actually delicate or or a especially when seen from pictures of outer space Really kind of was the first time when when those pictures of earth Came to us from NASA or from these spaceships back in the 70s It was the first time we got to actually Realize that the earth is actually pretty small and it's pretty big vast world out there And then you start to see the finiteness of the the world or the earth you see the thin thin biosphere that's wrapping around protecting this earth and all of its life from the the vacuum of space then you start to realize that we're all here together we're all all on this spaceship called earth together and we are one and the same we are all part of mother earth not some we may be considering ourselves at the moment a species that's gone um out of balance and i i think that i would i'm probably more in that camp of that we are i think that every species has a place and each species can manipulate the resources to become more of a weed and i think that the the humans have found such incredible ways to to extract the the energies and the the properties the resources of this this earth that now we have become a weed but it doesn't mean that we inherently are a weed we just need to find our balance back and i think that the balance back isn't as hard as it may seem of like oh i've got to live this sustainable life and balance this and that because that's that's hard that's incredibly hard but the the flicking the switch of the realization that we are part of the earth therefore we are when we start to remember and reconnect with we are the soil and the soil how can we How can we support that soil that gives rise to all of our lives? How can we support that soil? Have we ever actually ever asked the question to ourselves or to to the the planet, how can I help you generate more soil? Or how can I support the life-giving resources of the soil? Imagine that there was a an, an uncle or an aunt, and they just were so generous. They just keep giving and giving and giving. And and then maybe as we get older, they're still giving, always there giving, supporting us, nourishing us, loving us, holding us. And maybe later in our life, we realize, wow, like we never actually asked if they needed anything back. and. And I think the the sad part is the further I've delved down this track the more I've realised that soil that needs our help. It's not getting better each year, it's getting worse each year because of the habits that we have the habits that we've generated based off the unsustainable needs that we've developed and I think that rather than pointing fingers or pointing to the bad guys or pointing out what we're doing is wrong, I think that there's enough media out there to point to what what we're doing wrong, but how do we bring ourselves back? So we've talked about, yes, starting a garden, starting a meditation practice, starting a breath practice, coming back to the heart, coming back to the here and the now, coming back to the realization that the earth provides for all of our nourishment, our livelihoods, our very life itself. So the future of our children, the future of our generations, relies upon us giving back and supporting the foundations that then go on to support us. So asking this question of how can we look after the soil is is such an important question and and it doesn't need much it's a it's a pretty remarkably um, resilient ecosystem it just needs a few basic fundamentals to ensure that it can thrive and that the life within it the within this community this ecosystem where there is trillions of organisms all with their different roles, all serving each other, moving energy throughout the whole ecosystem of the garden or the forest floor is incredible. So there's actually not a lot we need to do, but when I was laying this, this soil or this, this recently made soil, or, or it's still on its way to becoming what I would call soil, but it's organic matter, When I'm laying this into these newly kind of formed beds, which were just rocks in the shape of a bed, and we're tipping the the wheelbarrows of this organic matter in there, it just made my heart happy. It felt inside that the earth is so happy when we make a garden, because now there is another ecosystem for the soil life to thrive. And each day, as the collective humans where we're ripping out forests and therefore exposing the soil therefore this soil then gets trashed and and actually dies literally becomes lifeless turns to dust and then blows away and that is happening at an epidemic rate where if we don't make these changes and all the changes these are start fostering life thinking how can I um, foster life wherever I am whether I'm got a so this is not just about get your dream house and build the garden no this is about wherever you are whether you're walking like how can how can you what could you do is there anything you could do Uh, maybe it's even just to acknowledge the 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 plants the plants are um, based from the soil they're growing out of the soil but they're also giving back to the soil as well. So the plants are taking the the sunlight, the energy source, and transmuting that into a chemical liquid energy and putting that down into the roots of the plants and into the soil life. And that runs the whole ecosystem, that powers up this, this energy system. So there's so many ways. But um, one of them is compost, um, one of them is making new gardens, encouraging friends and family and communities, councils, businesses to make new gardens, because this uh, this soil life is essential for our life. And I think that, and just, just on that topic on, of our life, we've talked about the the biome before, but literally the soil life that then is mimicked in our microorganism gut health and gut life there that is because of the soil You take away the soil and the microorganisms that that live in the soil then we don't have a biome we don't have this connected living organism that does so many functions for us to live as a human if we don't have the soil we don't have a biome we don't get to live so it is so essential and we treat it like dirt we treat it like it doesn't mean anything it's the lowest of anything how can we bring the soil up to the way that the ancients saw soil and that was the source of life the soil is where all of the elements, the five elements that are talked about in in both these ancient traditions of yoga and martial arts talk about four and five elements and they all meet together in the soil and that's those elements are what bring the soil to life. So it's this incredibly amazing, life-giving, Thing and so I think one of the other ways is what about gifting plants for birthdays? As every year there's seven or eight billion birthdays. Imagine that instead of giving plastic crap, we gave plants and seeds and things that could foster questions and the exposure to firstly just allowing another ecosystem to thrive or live somewhere to have the chance to thrive and to expose another human to becoming a gardener like and i don't think any of us or i was going to say i don't think any of us are born gardeners i don't think that's true what i mean to say there is that each one of us has the potential to learn to be a gardener and to to be a gardener in my mind is to take on the ancient way of bringing sacredness into our way of living and the gardener is one that understands the the flow of energy in this this vessel where soil is the is the most important or is the, the hub for all this life to thrive from, the gardener doesn't actually grow the plants. It just fosters the conditions for that soil life to be happy and to be thriving. And I'm not going to go into those properties now because that's that's a whole another episode. But it doesn't matter just now. It's more about oh, this is if this was your ancient mother. And you just realize she's given birth to you. She's given birth to the whole of humanity. She's been there the whole time providing for every one of your family members and all of the the generations that have come before us and all the generations that have come after us. She's been there preparing the meals, growing the food, and she's been right under our feet the whole time. This, to me, is where... The sacredness it's very simple it's, it's not doesn't have to be layered with all the different traditions of different religions is just bow down and say thank you to this amazing life-giving earth to me from there that is sacred living from there we learn to become a gardener because we want to give back we want to look after this mother so Last night I I rewatched the movie The Big Short. If you haven't seen it, I think I would suggest to give it a go. It talks about the economy and why what does the economy got to do with soil? And I will get to that. But it talked about the the true story of the 2008 crash and the group of people that foresaw that happening and and it tells their story but one of the characters in there is this ex-banker who's gone off grid and is played by uh, brad pitt and there was this one part in there that i i really loved it's like all these bankers and wall street people that are making millions and and they've they've just it's just a big bubble uh, the housing bubble and they can see that it's starting to crash and and it's going kind to of come tumbling down and it did and it was it was pretty epic for that time and there was a scene where they come and get advice from Brad Brad Pitt and he's not a banker anymore and he's living on a little farm and he's focused on growing a garden he's telling these guys you know just get your garden growing and how he um, uses his the, how he makes his soil with his urine and his his waste foods and his, and he's just like all into regenerative living in terms of how do you maintain the the essence of the system He saw a system, the the financial system that was broken, and he had come back to the most important fundamental and and it was basically the soil in the garden, the food that comes out of that, staying connected to that system, that will be a system that will provide value for lifetimes. And if we give back to that, it continues to provide value. But the reason I bring this up is that there's a lot of talk that there's another crash coming. And depending on where you sit with this, firstly, my thoughts on that are that in 2008, we... They got they got bailed out by the governments, so the the crash wasn't as as big as it could have been, and then we had 2020, the COVID, and there is a lot of talk that we haven't got the effects, the fi- the the full force of the the knock on effect of what that has done to the economy, but more so. just blaming like oh it's COVID brewing the economy i don't think it's that it's it's that anything that grows too wild too fast needs to be corrected and needs to come back to balance so in a more holistic way of looking at the economy which is just really a big energy flow there's it's clear that there's parts of that energy flow that have just gone ballistic and they've grown way too much and growing for the sake of growing not growing for the sake of um, keeping balance and structure and harmony and whenever we grow too far especially once we come away from our roots then there's time for a collapse and it's happened time and time again if you just look back through history and there's talk that there is another one coming so when i watched this movie last night it reminded me that Oh yeah that's right it's so easy to forget and feel like things are back to normal and I had to be kind of remind myself Craig don't just be led to believe that everything's rosy it looks all good out there and if you knew for a fact that there was a a downturn a recession a a market crash Firstly, I, there's the financial burden of the freaking out of, oh, I'm not going to pay my mortgage, I'm not going to do it. So once we get through all that, imagine that it was like, all right, imagine you, did, don't worry about that. No one can pay their mortgage or that someone will, like what's more important than paying your mortgage, feeding yourself. So then we're like, all right, well, we'll go to the shop and get our food. What if you can't get your food? Now that's when things start to get more hairy Bit more scary and like oh well i'll just i'll just go and pay more okay and that will happen for a time and then eventually transport is you would stop transport and within a week our entire in less than a week the entire system that we run upon doesn't work it relies on a continuous 24 7 transport trucks up and down National highways, road trains, and trains as well, continuously bringing freight in and freight out. Now, the economy is tied inextricably to that. If the economy collapses, then transport, not from just direct response, but in secondary and third ways will have massive knock-on effects simply by things like fuel goes up bang the economy the, the transport now is unable to provide it at the same so they can do it for a while at a higher price and all of our food goes up we just saw this happen with lettuce has been you know 12 and in, in some reports you know 15 and 20 dollars for things that we would never have thought to pay that much for but once these kind of things happen then we start to realize oh we need to dig down we need to what what are you going to do what like so my part of the reason for this podcast is to to shake the the status quo and to if you're listening to this then it's to look you in the eyes i'm visualizing the person that i'm talking to now and to say that i I want you to be one of those ones that can see the wave coming before it comes and crashes and that preparing for impact that we talked about on a few episodes ago. One, just knowing there's something coming doesn't mean we need to run for the hills, but we can take systematic action towards creating the, a more resilient future. And I do not see this as the end of the world. However, that is a possible scenario if you bring walls and things into it. So I'm, I'm saying, well, I'm gonna keep acting until I cannot take any more action or I cannot take a, a final breath. But until that moment, I will take action in a positive, regenerative way. And I'm saying to you, from what I'm reading, so I'm, the podcast is here to hope for, hopefully save you hours and hours and, of reading the, the different books, some books called 40 Centuries of, of um, Agriculture, where for 4,000 years on the same land they're able to produce healthy crops to feed their uh, communities. And in our case, the way we're doing it, we can't even feed people for a hundred years before we've ruined the land and we move on. Now the there is an economic crash that could be coming, but there is a bigger crash that is I feel is the food system crash. And that is tied to the economy, it's tied to the transport, it's tied to the ability to actually work and COVID showed us how that was easily able to stop a whole lot of that happening. It's tied to the water resources. It's tied to global warming. So the food system is the thing that we've taken the most granted for. And most food these days is that commodity level prices we we don't value it and neither does the market that's what a commodity is it's like it doesn't really matter if it comes from source a or source b it's really just whoever can get it here the fastest and cheapest but all that relies on this all of these systems to work together and there is so many signs saying a lot of those systems are under an enormous strain and they are overdue for a correction so the the best part of this is that the solutions remain simple and I wholeheartedly feel that the solution to so many of the problems around the world in though um, that we have just talked about can be slowed and possibly reversed if we took affirmative action on looking after the life-giving principles of the earth namely the soil, the plants the water supply, clean air and to ensure that we are not putting the dangerous gases up into the to the air that's gonna just keep heating the planet up and ruining the, the party for all this life for all of us. So the one that we have the most change for, which can make the biggest effect on the greenhouse gases, on the water supply, on the energy supply, on the food supply, and to eliminate the need for transport, is having our own garden, making more resources for soil, making more places where you can make compost or send food scraps or waste products to centers that can compost, um, sharing seeds, sharing plants, and sharing connection with this most magnificent earth this most magnificent amazing abundant life-giving planet that we call home so i'll wrap wrap up there Um, there's a lot that we've talked about in this episode i hope that something might have stuck i know we were a fair bit of it We we were going in lots of different directions there we talked about um, the economy and soil and the, the relation there, I'm hoping that when it all filters down, we start the, the gardeners, the regenerative gardeners that I 'm talking to can really see all right, if you want to invest in something that is going to be the most valuable currency on the planet in the future, it will be soil. Now yes, there' is all the the different things out there. Um, that also will be great investments. And soil, unlike gold and like other fundamental, well, I wouldn't call gold a fundamental, but it acts, it has acted like a fundamental where it remains the same value um, as inflation goes up. Soil isn't going to be the investment that makes you millions of dollars. But it's gonna be the investment that gives you life. It's gonna be the investment that grows your food. It's gonna be the investment that allows your children, your yourself, your family to provide for your your food needs and your and or at least a portion of your food needs without relying on the broken transport system and the economy and all the other elements that are currently in a state of disarray Um, and when we can detach from that system we can also detach from the anxiety and the ups and downs that come with that so I hand you a the idea the concept of bringing soil Back to the most prominent place I'm, I'm seeing right now. That soil could go onto our altar. It could go into that place where we bow down. But soil is so humble that it's. It wants to be on the ground. It wants to be covered over by mulch, and it doesn't want to be the hero. But it is. It's the. It's the life-giving, amazing magical substance that that really powers this whole thing so maybe go outside and give thanks to the soil that's below your feet even if it's not in your garden and then maybe start asking the question how can how can I help you soil how what do you need and just just listen and see what urges and desires come up and what action takes place from that question so lots of love thank you so much for hanging in there and i'll see you on the next one bye for now hey everyone thank you so much for listening to this episode of the shambhala living podcast if you enjoyed it then i'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out you can find us at instagram at shambhala farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course you can find out more details on our newsletter list or on instagram i'll see you on the next episode